Hola, and welcome to the Drama Club. On this week's episode, one of the Kardashian babies might be ugly. And May's got a... Damn it, May just texted me. And she's got a topic today all about Kate del Castillo believing that she lives in a real-life telenovela. Hold on to your chonis. What up, fam? What up, fam? Feels good, right? right? <laughs> yeah, I know it, dude. Yeah. And without further ado, we broadcast some live from CA to NY. Go with them. It'll be funny for a video. Oh, okay. I'll do like two holes. <laughs> I've got two holes. <laughs> <laughs> You're nasty. You got three. <laughs> but okay. Those are my two favorite. <laughs> That's a booty hole. <laughs> you remember that you video? an infection in your booty hole. Remember that video? Uh, One little kids are like, "That's a booty hole." No, <laughs> it's a um, magic school bus. What? And they're like in someone's like body, right? And Ew. Like, but somebody like dubbed over oh, it, yeah? and they're like, "That's the booty hole." <laughs> hey, we live here now, me. <laughs> you guys live under under the stairs, like. Like Harry Potter. Where's um, Luca? He's upstairs. He's been a good boy. That's why you can't hear him. Oh. <laughs> they rescued a few of the boys already. Oh, they did. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. On the front page of Yahoo, tragedy that sparked famous love triangle. It's Elizabeth Taylor, <gasps> Debbie Reynolds, and Eddie Fisher. We did that shit. Why are they That's talking about it though? Oh my god, it looked before Brad, Angelina, and Jennifer, there was Elizabeth Taylor, Debbie Reynolds, and Eddie Fisher. That's what we said. I Yahoo. Know. I know. Uh, what the shit your is this? Sources, Yahoo. Shut up, Yahoo. That is so random, May. Eh? Why would they fucking have that? They listen to our podcast. Uh I ran into this guy who well this this woman was like, Are you are you creative? And I, no. was, and I was like, <laughs> and I was like, no, like really, I have no creative bone in my body. And then she was like, well, what, what are your passions? And I was like, well, I like to eat and, <laughs> and drink. And I got a podcast. <laughs> and then like this guy was like, oh, yeah, what's your podcast about? I'm starting a podcast. It's he about, said that? Yeah. And then he's like, it's it got uh, picked up by a small podcast network. It's about it's about celebrity deaths. What? He yeah. said that to you? Yeah. He was like, it's like the about like the real stories of celebrity deaths. And I was like, you should listen to our podcast. Yeah. Last week we had an episode on Sharon Tate. Yeah. And he was like, oh, yeah, I will. So I gave him our business card. Oh, cool. That's random. Mm -hmm. And cool. He was like, uh, what's the oldest scandal? I told him a little bit about our podcast. He's like, what's you guys only do new stuff or do you do like old scandals? I was like, nah, if you think, um, Judy Garland getting speed when she was two years old is a old scandal. Yeah. <laughs> That's about as far back as it goes. <laughs> we haven't done our uh, silent screen scandals yet, but those are a riot. We haven't done uh, like Marie Antoinette. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be sick. <laughs> I told you I wanted Mateo to do Hamilton for us. Oh, that'd be awesome. Oh, Could you imagine? He, maybe he can do an Afternoon Delight episode. That would be so tight. <laughs> I should have him do it. 
he was so drink? pumped. Is he allowed to drink? No, he was so pumped <laughs> that we put the thing on. I bet, huh? He was like, I was so excited that you guys put uh, it on the Instagram. You know you're old when little kids start calling you a buzzkill. <laughs> I know I'm old because, like, my joints hurt. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny to me? Like, I can't sleep on my stomach anymore. Oh, yeah. That's how I know I'm getting old. Like, my boot, my chest, and, like, my... Yeah, totally. Like my chest and like my almost neck collarbone area mm-hmm. is like kind of in pain when I wake up. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's old. And Hawal's mom was telling me she can't even sleep on her back anymore. Yo, I was like, damn, no. how the fuck do you sleep? No rest until you're dead. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> Fuck that. Bring on the sweet release of death. I'm I slept, ready. <laughs> I slept really good last night because we went swimming all day yesterday. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So I was like, fucking, why does swimming make you tired? Yeah, it does. I was, I went to Lake Havasu and like I was mostly using a life vest to like just float. Yeah. But every once in a while I would take it off because I would have to swim far away to go pee. Yeah. And like (laughs) when I would like swim back to the boat, I'd be like, fuck. Out of breath and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, It's hard. running a marathon. Hell yeah. You ran a marathon, right? No, No, not a half marathon. marathon I've done four, but I've never done a full marathon. I, I always, after I finish a half marathon, I'm like, I'm never doing this again. I never want to do a full marathon. Mm-hmm. Like, this is so hard because you're like, you do feel accomplished, but you're messed up for like days no, afterwards. Yeah. So then I wonder how messed up I would be if I did a full marathon. Yeah. But all my cousins did the LA marathon last year and it, I kind of want to do it. I know. Good luck with that. I know. I just think it would be tight. Like they say it's so tight, you know, like when you run through Chinatown and then. Yeah downtown and then the financial district mm-hmm. and by dodger stadium or you could just drive through it true <laughs> true <laughs> you gotta run what you gotta run for so everyone welcome to the drama club this is the podcast about celebrity scandals, scandals deaths <laughs> old scandals new scandals strumpets i told me i wanted her to do an episode on mike the situation for <laughs> jersey shore <laughs> <laughs> But see, I would have to do so, like, I would have to watch the whole series or something, right? You say that like it's a bad thing. <laughs> and that I don't understand. Let me top off your rosé. Yes, please. You guys, we're drinking a 40-ounce rosé because we're classy. <laughs> but not, not really. <laughs> oh, my God. Look, Cynthia Nixon's hanging out with Broad City. What? Did they endorse her? That's tight. Yes. Cynthia Nixon for governor, baby. Cynthia Nixon, for those of you who don't know, Cynthia she, Nixon ate ass on <laughs> Sex in the City. Oh no, she didn't. She didn't. That's she right. thought about it though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So Cynthia Nixon earns the official endorsement of the Drama Club. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what's gonna happen, dude. I think there's nobody as a Democrat who's gonna be like a strong contender. I hope that there's just not too many of them. Yeah. You know that yeah. they sort of cancel each other out. Yeah. Or I hope it's not gonna be like 2016 where people are like, well. They're not fucking perfect. Yeah, exactly. You know? like, yeah, because look how that went. Out. Yeah. Do you think that if Bernie Sanders would have been the, he would have lost. You do? Yeah. He would have. He couldn't even win the Democratic nomination. But I think that, or like, I wonder if people. I know people didn't vote for Hillary partially because just because she's a woman. Yeah. For so sure. I wonder if it was Bernie Sanders if he would have won. But see, the thing is that we didn't get a chance to really hear all of the opposition research on Bernie Sanders, which I've seen. Oh, that might be a good episode. I saw uh, what the Republicans were planning to use against Bernie. And he's like, what was it? 
It was like he wrote an essay when he was young, advocate or like kind of being a rape apologist. And Ooh. Like, yeah, he's problematic. Yeah, I need a pedicure. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so by the time this drops, the mini episode, the afternoon tonight, will have dropped. Oh, yeah, you guys got to tell us what you think. Yeah. What, what, what were we even talking about? Just Bernie Sanders? I don't know. <laughs> I was just wondering, like, it gets me stressed out. Hi, May. Hi, Steph. Because <laughs> my job is stressing me out, but yeah. it's like, I can't leave right now, right? If it's another four fucking years of this shit. You mean like leave the country? No, like I can't leave immigration law right now because that would be fucked up. Let's go, Joel. You're trying to be an expat too? Yeah. Let's go somewhere. Where are you going to go? Argentina, I think. Argentina's expensive though. Mm-hmm. We got to go somewhere where I could sell off all my possessions and live for the rest of my life. And by all oh. my possessions, I mean that fork, that spoon. <laughs> um, <laughs> Lenny. Couch, Lenny. <laughs> um, Thailand, dude. Yeah. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. Have you ever seen the beach? Leo? Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen it because when it came out, I think I was too young to like really be interested mm-hmm. in it. And then once I got kind of interested in it, it has bad reviews. I don't remember it. I saw it when I was like, it's when really, it came out. It's actually know? badly rated. It's one of his lower rated ones yeah. and the director's. Isn't it like racist or something? Kind I don't of in, remember. In the same vein as the, the Claire Danes one we were talking about, Broke Down Palace. Oh, like, really? Kind of like a little problematic who's the director of uh the i beach? don't remember he's uh also the guy he's like fucking amazing like every movie he does is amazing similar to leo mm-hmm. where it's like this one like don't know why it just didn't work out has leo ever done a comedy no i wish he doesn't seem funny though yeah danny boyle oh fucking slumdog millionaire there you go yeah. train spotting yeah Howell and i watched blue jasmine last night no, you know, movie's scary. You know I stand for Kate Blanchett. She, yeah, she's bomb. Yeah, she's fucking. She was incredible in that movie. As yeah, her, Jasmine, her outfit, Janet. Oh yeah, she's amazing. Yeah, the way she dresses is badass. But yeah, that movie's scary as fuck. That's the last great Woody, Allen? Woody Allen movie. Really? Yeah, I think. Have you seen Cassandra's Dream? Yeah, I never saw it. Trash. Really? Mm-hmm. It has bad reviews. Mm-hmm. But I was interested because Sally Hawkins is in it. Yeah, and I kind of really like her. She's really good. Yeah. I didn't really, I mean, like. You don't like The Shape of Water, huh? It's okay, yeah. but, you know. I loved it. Hawal loved it. I cried at the end. Hawal cried at the end, too. Yes, he did. He <laughs> was like, so. he was like, I think it's hot in here. <laughs> like, when the <laughs> lights came on, like, yeah. the movie ended, he was like. <laughs> it's so sad. My, my dad, my dad was, I had to take my dad to the ER last night because he had a kidney stone. He had issues. And, like, uh. <laughs> He, he said that he was, like, sweating all day, and he was like, oh, it's just hot, you know? <laughs> <laughs> he was, like, he was feeling, like, kind of off it. He was like, oh, it's just hot. And then he was, like, he was kind of thirsty. So he tried to drink a Smirnoff ice. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> because I'm going to get ice. <laughs> so he tried to drink a Smirnoff ice, but it wouldn't go down. Like, he can only drink, like, half of it. And then so he was like, oh, let me just try to sleep it off. And it turned out to be a kidney stone. <laughs> That's why I was worried when you first text me and stuff mm-hmm. because I was like, I bet he ignored it like as long as possible. So yeah, if it was appendicitis, I thought it burst. It burst. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I was pretty nervous. I was pretty <laughs> relieved when you said it was just a kidney stone. <laughs> Although that is very painful. And actually, my dad has had kidney stones and he was saying like, I actually think it's probably better that he's going to get a surgery because it's so painful yeah. to pass on. That's what the the urologist was there and she was saying like... Um, that it's it's what they say it's most comparable most comparable to childbirth yeah 
or worse some people say but that's horrible yeah. why do we get those mm. i don't know your kidneys just aren't doing the most working like they used to and also the urologist was saying that she had a few because of the heat people are getting uh, super dehydrated and it's just like fucking <gasps> everybody up. if you get dehydrated you could get kidney stones yeah i think it would make you because your kidneys are working overdrive you know oh my god <laughs> I drank hella water last night. Speaking <laughs> of dehydrated, I ain't ever getting kidney stones. Because on July 7th, 2018, I drank hella water. On the contrary, Kent, it's law that allows you to live in freedom. Real freedom. Law is one of the cornerstones of our democracy. Yes. Imagine what things would be like if we had no law. <laughs> So what's our what's our hot topic today? Okay, so today we're gonna talk about um, kind of like a mini little scandal that went down. Somebody on let me get it, let me bring it up so I can read it exactly because that was pretty funny. Okay, so Twitter user at Infinite Love XO oh. tweeted, "Is it me or is Khloe Kardashian's baby true not cute at all?" And then Khloe Kardashian clapped back and she said. <laughs> What self-respecting adult would even comment on a child's appearance? What type of disgusting human being are you? It's pathetic that you are this miserable in your life. Listen, I wouldn't be like, I wouldn't talk shit about a child's appearance. No, you can't do that. But there are ugly babies. There are ugly babies. There it's, are ugly babies, but you don't say it. So real talk is truth. What's her name? True. I was actually <laughs> thinking about that because I was like, I feel like I haven't even seen the baby. I haven't seen it. So I don't even know how you could decide whether it was cute or not. Right. But we're talking about a baby with Chloe's actual genetics, not her plastic ass face. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, probably, maybe, who knows? It could be ugly. She looks like uh, O.J. Simpson's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sydney. <laughs> so then after that, she was like on her on the gram yeah. posting about Tristan Thompson and how he's a really good dad. She's been kind of hella extra about Tristan Thompson lately. You got to. Yeah, you got to like cover up all yeah. the bad looks. But what I didn't like is that she was saying, oh, Tristan has been up with True changing her diaper for the last few hours. He's such a good dad. So the bare minimum? Yes. Bitch? We're applauding men for doing the bare fucking minimum. Yeah. Changing a baby's diaper? Yeah. Has Come anyone on. ever said that about a woman? Like, No. Oh, she's, she's such a good mom. Yeah. She changed the diaper for a few hours. Maybe Kate um. Blanchett's character in Blue Jasmine. <laughs> Kylie. Yes, the baby one. <laughs> she she's the one that has a baby right yes like the, she this week also was commenting on her baby her, her baby's looks she was saying something like oh she has like something about her lips but she didn't get them from me or whatever oh and i was thinking like that's funny because your sister was just talking about how you shouldn't be commenting on a child's look yeah you know yeah they're so stupid i saw a tweet of uh kim kardashian was saying that she's not materialistic since her paris robbery okay are you fucking kidding me okay and like the num the number one response was a picture of pinocchio's nose growing <laughs> <laughs> like bitch are you fucking kidding me yeah unless you're gonna pull a john mayer and move to montana for three months shut the fuck up <laughs> wyoming right that's, yeah, where, where, they, the that's where they were all that's where that they went party for that oh yeah 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 so that was a little baby card did you listen drama. to the new yeah i don't want to say it but i kind of like it i like I wanna, I wanna get like a bootleg copy of it because I don't want him to get seventeen cents from me streaming it or whatever. Not off our Apple Music. Yeah, 
They get 17 cents? They get like however many. They get like 0.03 cents for every time you stream it. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. know that. I'm not trying to put money in his pocket. Yeah, fuck that. You ain't taking this nickel from me, bitch. I do want to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> I also want to like, um, the other day I really wanted to listen to old c***, uh-huh. but I was like, I'm not giving that motherfucker three cents. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like ruining. Like I need to download. Go get like, a cassette. Oh, I, yeah. Download LimeWire and yeah. then download that. Kazaa. Mm-hmm. And then throw your computer against the wall because it's <laughs> fucked go back in time to 2002 and yeah. i used to love sometimes when you would download songs on limewire and it would be like some fucking dj's version of the song that you actually wanted yeah so then you'd have to go back mm-hmm. and find it again you would have to find the one with the most downloads i remember the throwback first, the first music video i downloaded was play by jennifer lopez and it took like 10 years <laughs> The first song I downloaded, I want to say it was either American Woman by Lenny Kravitz mm-hmm. or American Pie by Madonna. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, I can't think of any of my first downloads or anything like that. I know my first album. What? Really? That was yours? Hobo yeah. said his first download was Nelly's Hot and Her. The video or just the song? It's because you the lived video. in the desert. So it, he was like, this speaks to me on an emotional level. I thought you were going to say because you lived in St. Louis. I was like, <laughs> yo. <laughs> he was an army brat. He might have lived there and he didn't know about it. I know that one of the first music videos I ever downloaded was that Janet Jackson one. Which one? Where it's all in one shot. Ooh. What was so, that, May? Strikes make everything yes. sexy, yeah. Yeah, that song's good. That song is good as fuck. Damn. Remember the first time we saw it? We, we were, were all high. like, what? <laughs> <laughs> we were tripping balls. It's newer, Janet, too. Yeah, that's a good-ass song. Mm-hmm. And she max on a dude in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it's got a good dance routine to it. It's got a good beat, and you can dance to it. Speaking of dance, R.I.P. Evoke Crew. Oh, yeah, shout-out to Evoke. Shout-out to Evoke Crew, this dance crew we love. They gave their last performance yesterday. R.I.P. Open time. Corruption in government, robbery, peaceful citizens' lives in danger. All stemming from a lack of respect for law. Is that what you want? Right. Oh, so we're all a lot better off respecting the law. <laughs> all right, dude, you ready? I'm ready. Okay. I had to do hella, hella research for this yeah, one. Yeah, I'm kind of excited because you worked on this one hella hard. I did, just because, like... There's so much fucking information and I'm going to barely scratch the surface. I, I hate think. that. That's how I was with the Manson family. Mm, yeah. I was like, God I damn it. it. I think it's like that. Yeah. All right, guys. I may. Guadalupe. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> I, was gonna, I was trying to think of, a, of an alias. Yeah. I, 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 Flamingo. I, I, AKA Marie Antoinette. <laughs> 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 I, Marie Antoinette. I'm doing Kate Del Castillo and the <gasps> Chapo. No, man! <laughs> That's awesome! Last night on Netflix, I saw that somebody watched The Day I Met El Chapo. Yeah, dude. I've been watching it all week. That's tight. <laughs> Are you going to talk about uh, Sean Penn, too, or no? Fuck yeah, man. That's yeah. awesome. Okay. So I first really became aware of Kate a few years ago when I was recovering from surgery. I had this big surgery, you remember? Mm -hmm. And I couldn't get out of bed for a long time. So Mm -hmm. I watched a bunch of old telenovelas from start to finish. Like I watched Mariela del Barrio, Marimar, 
all 150 episodes of each or whatever. Mari Mar is one of my like favorite telenovelas I've ever seen. It, I had only seen like pieces of it mm-hmm. before that. Mm-hmm. And like when I watched the whole thing, like the whole thing is cool. But Maria La del Barrio is like, really? Yeah, it's great. I highly suggest anybody. Real watch quick, it. I want to throw in my favorite newer telenovela, La Tempestad. Oh, yeah? That one's really good. Is and it, I watched Kate del Castillo in La Reina del Sur. Oh, yeah, That yeah. one was good, too. But Is uh, La Tempestad streaming? I hope so, because I'll rewatch that oh, shit. I want to watch it. Then. I watched that one, like, every week. Huh, baby? Like, every week it came out. My my favorite newer one-ish, it's not, it's not that new anymore, is Pasión de Gavilán. Oh, yeah, that one's good. <laughs> okay, so since they were all on Hulu, they would play the same ad over and over again. And, like, the ad they would play was Kate Del Castillo talking about her fucking dog or some shit for PETA. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so after literally seeing it, like, 70 times, I was like, fine, who is this bitch? So I looked her up, and I was like, oh, La Reina del Sur, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, sure, I've seen those billboards or whatever, but I didn't really realize how fucking famous she was she's until... She's super famous. She's bomb as fuck. Ago. Her body's crazy. Yeah, she's... Yeah, she looks great. Yeah. She's not that young. She's, like... Yeah, she's older. She's yeah. been around a while. Mm-hmm. So, uh, for those of you who don't know, La Reina del Sur is a telenovela in which Kate del Castillo plays the head of a drug cartel. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you know that I don't like her right off the bat. <laughs> so, <laughs> let's get that out of the way. And we're not journalists, so we're no, under no real obligations to keep things hashtag balanced. Oh. <laughs> oh, are we barely saying that now? <laughs> Maybe we should have said that 14 episodes ago. Okay. I will say that the basis of what I'm going to tell you today is mostly from her Netflix three-part docuseries, The Day I Met El Chapo. Nice. So if anything, I'm being fairly generous in my telling of her story because I'm really only going off of her side. Also, Araceli Cruz at Remezcla has a good little article about the highlights of the series if anyone wants to check it out. So shout out to Remezcla. Shout out Remezcla. Anyway, I don't like her because she looks like the type of self-important actor that greets you with, like, prayer hands. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know? <laughs> like, I get the impression that she's the type of rich man. Hey, well, I bet Jared Leto does that. No, no, no. No? No. I don't know, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he does look like Jesus. He, so. just, he, just, he flips his hair when he meets you, you know? <laughs> So I get the impression that she's the type of rich Mexican that's always claiming they're super into Buddhism and shit. Ew. You know? <laughs> Thinks she's a rich Mexican, but oh, yeah. she lives in Moreno Valley, so she needs to fucking relax. <laughs> Does she live in like an estate in Moreno Valley or something? Doubt it. <laughs> I got to stop talking about <laughs> What if one day they find out about the podcast? That's what I was going to tell you. Yeah. All right. Take it mm-hmm. out or just bleep it. Kate was born in Mexico City on October 23rd, 1972. Yeah, people from Mexico City think they shit, don't they? They think they fancy as fuck, yeah. dude. She's the daughter of actress Kate Trillo and legend of Mexican cinema and telenovelas Eric Del Castillo. Fun fact. Bloop, bloop. Her sister, <laughs> her sister is the journalist Veronica Del Castillo from the program that was an early inspiration for this podcast, Primer Impacto. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> we should be in hoochie dresses that's how we should record yeah. an episode with a clear table yes with our legs all out yes yeah. I, I'm on my legs are always bruised though <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> I've got bruises all over my leg Kate- an apple <laughs> <laughs> Kate has been pretty famous in Latin America since the early 90s after starring in the telenovela Muchachitas for Televisa 
Televisa, for those of you who don't know, is this fucking huge media conglomerate based out of Mexico. Think Time Warner, or NBC Universal, or Disney, something like that. Does Carlos Slim own Televisa? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, one time in Mexico City, me and our homie and artist extraordinaire speak. We're in the back of a taxi coming back from who knows where, and the driver interrupted our conversation to very proudly point out that we were passing the Televisa headquarters. Ooh. And we both had to pretend we were like hella impressed. We were like, ooh, ooh. ah. <laughs> but like, really, we've been to fucking Burbank. We've seen like. Yeah, Universal Studios. <laughs> yeah. We've <laughs> <laughs> seen TV studios before. I walk Lenny in front of the studio where they film um, Grey's Anatomy. Oh, it's cute. like around the corner. Shout out to Speak. I think his new album is coming out soon. Yes, it did go. It dropped. It dropped? Uh huh. A Man oh. with His Plants. It's good. Oh, yeah? Uh-huh. I haven't listened to it. I oh, like it. That's embarrassing. I haven't listened to it yet. <laughs> anyway, well, I like it. <laughs> Everyone, check it out. I saw that Lil B was tweeting about Speak the other day, and I kept thinking uh, about how our Necro Freak ec- episode, when like Lil B the next morning left a girl with like $20 in the Oh, nugget, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's the only thing I could think of. <laughs> So Kate starred in a ton of telenovelas for Televisa before making her move out to L.A. to try to become a Hollywood actress. So now let's give a little background on Joaquin El Chapo Guzman. He was... I didn't know his name was Joaquin. <laughs> That's a cool ass name. I did it. I like that name. I told mm-hmm. him, oh, I like that name a lot. He was born either on December 25th, 1954 or April 4th, 1957 in Sinaloa. So he's either 61 or 63, which I hadn't realized he was so old. He looks pretty good, actually. Shout out to Sinaloa. That's where my husband's family's from. Oh, yeah? Yep. Damn, I didn't know you were... That's why they're (laughs) light-skinned. That's why they're light-skinned. Light-skinned. Shout out to light-skinned Mexicans. (laughs) Anyway, he's... uh, He looks good as fuck. Can't wait to see his Lancome ads. (laughs) (laughs) El Chapo was super poor and quit school after third grade to sell oranges. His abusive father cultivated opium and was largely absent. So Chapo's uncle took him under his wing and Chapo started working with him growing marijuana. 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 At 15, he starts working with the biggest cartel in Mexico. Which one? Sinaloa. Oh, okay. Honestly, his whole story is fucking crazy. I had no idea. It's like Pablo Escobar times 10. Yeah. There's no way I could get into all of it in this episode, but it reads like five seasons of Narcos. We could do an episode on El Chapo only. Yeah, Yeah. that's what I was thinking. So maybe like someday we'll dedicate a whole episode on his life. Because I want to talk about how fucking wild it is. Yeah. He has at least four wives. Right. He has a shit ton of kids. Right. Hella mistresses. Mm -hmm. One of his favorite mistresses was found dead in the trunk of a car with Z's carved into her as a message from rival cartel Los Zetas. Wow. Anyway, El Chapo worked and murdered his way to the top of the Sinaloa cartel and the United States dubbed him the most powerful drug trafficker in the world and the most ruthless, dangerous, and feared man on the planet. Forbes magazine ranked him several times among the world's most powerful people, and his net worth is estimated to be somewhere in the billions with a B. Obviously, no Shout one knows how billions much. billions with a B. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, no one knows how much. You know what I was thinking about when I was listening to the elevator um, episode? Yeah. The, what how beyonce is like of course shit goes down when there's a billion dollars in an elevator has bill gates ever been in a fight in an elevator uh no i doubt it or like know? carlos slim yeah no, carlos i fucking slim? doubt it yeah no. so no bitch you don't really have a billion <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're actually part of the blood gang so they're really trying to say million oh yeah but they million, had to throw yeah, a b they- in front of it you know 
uh, ridiculous. He, he apparently revolutionized the world of trafficking by building complex tunnel systems that allow the cartel to move merchandise underground throughout Mexico and into the U.S. He's said to be a psychopath who has no qualms or hesitation about murdering anyone at any time. He seems like he truly just loves killing. He loves that shit. He loves killing like I love a man in a nice heavy knit sweater, which if you know me is a, is a lot. It's a, <laughs> a very big true love. So El Chapo was first captured in 1993 in Guatemala. Shout out Guatemala, Zona 6, Zona 10, Antigua, Chapinex, represent. Woo-hoo! Allegedly on his way to El Salvador. To- <laughs> This podcast is over. <laughs> he was going to go hide out there, probably live out the rest of his life with his... In the jungle? I don't know. I think he had like... I think he, he bought Property? like an apartment complex or some shit. Fuck yeah. I, I believe it. <laughs> that shit costs like one stream of a <laughs> song. <laughs> he was extradited to Mexico where he was sentenced to 20 years for murder and drug trafficking. El Chapo escapes from prison in 2001 and becomes the most hunted fugitive in Mexico. Damn, he did spend a while in the pen, though. Uh, like eight years, nine That's years, something like time. that. Yeah. Fuck. So he ends up hiding somewhere in the mountains of Sinaloa. I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I feel like I've told you this before that I think if you manage to escape from prison, they should just let you go. No, for sure. Yeah. Like, <laughs> all right. This is fucking hard. <laughs> like, Congrats. good for you. You, you earned your metal. freedom. Yeah, yeah. You did that shit. I'm proud of you. <laughs> so anyway, El Chapo was nowhere to be found. Cut to 11 years later. It was January 9th, 2012, and Kate had just come back from her vacation with her family and was in her feelings. So she starts writing a series of tweets that she describes as an open letter. It's basically a lot of rambling where she's like, Oi, voy a decir lo que pienso. Okay, Mariah Carey. She Today, did a Mariah Carey. <laughs> she did a Mariah Carey, but it's the age of Twitter. So. Oh, okay, yeah. Today, I'm going to say what I feel. So basically, she's like, listen, I'm about to drop some, some truth bombs on y'all. If you can handle it, cool. If not, too bad. Yeah. Then she lists a bunch of music that she's listened to and adds a bunch of the artists. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting real deep over here. Then she says, no creo en el matrimonio. Creo en el amor. No creo en la idea de que debo estar con alguien por el resto de mi vida. Puta madre. I don't believe in marriage. I believe in love. I don't believe in the idea that I should be with someone for the rest of my life. No creo en la iglesia y en cualquier caso no creo en la religión. Pero sí creo en Dios porque lo veo a través de mis ojos cuando miro en el espejo todos los días. Oh, damn. I am God. <laughs> I don't believe in the church. And in any case, I don't believe in religion. But I do believe in God because I see him in my eyes when I look in the mirror every day. She must have not been on any show at this time because they would have fucking cut her quick. Yep. You can't be talking about religion like that in Latin America. We're no, Catholics no. till we die, baby. <laughs> I bet El Chapo goes to church every Sunday. That motherfucker kills someone on Saturday, goes to church on Sunday. Best believe. And I bet you he puts like a million dollars in the collection plate. Oh, hell yeah. I believe it. No creo en la sociedad que me ha hecho sentir avergonzada de quien soy. I don't believe in society since it's made me feel ashamed of who I am. So basically, she's doing a bootleg shitty version of the incredible Shakira song, No Creo. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, she goes on and on. It's a bunch of like weird pseudo intellectual, pseudo spiritual crap. Yeah. I'm just going to do the rest of the highlights in English now. If you want the Spanish version, listen to our other podcast. <laughs> listen to the B-side. drama. <laughs> drama. Yay! I feel like we could have capitalized on this if we would have done this shit in Spanish. Yeah, we right? We fucked up. God <laughs> damn it. El Club, el club de Drama, a.k.a. Segundo Impacto. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Okay, so she said, we need, we need nicknames, Latin American nicknames. Yeah. We'll, we'll Chiva. figure it out. Chiva. <laughs> Flaca and Chiva. <laughs> so she said, this is where it gets like kind of spicy. This is where it gets real. I mean, I was going to say this is where it gets problematic because she was just being like extra. She was being extra up until this point. But like now it's okay. She says, today I believe more in El Chapo Guzman <gasps> than in the government that hides painful truths for me that hides the cure for cancer, AIDS, etc., for their own benefit and wealth. I'm real scared of El Chapo, but I really have a problem with Latin American culture, like idolizing, idolizing. narcos and yeah. narco culture. Yeah, yeah. That's why I hate corridos. Right. And it really bothers me, especially to see my Mexican friends or mm -hmm. like my husband's Mexican, right? And like I, to see them idolize that type of music when drug culture is what ruined, especially Mexico, right. Especially a place like Sinaloa. Exactly. Like, don't... What the fuck is wrong? But like, if you really love Mexico, you should fucking fight against that. But here's the thing. It's like, uh -huh. the, the capos, uh -huh. they... It's a PR move. Like, right. they know what they're fucking doing. They're giving money. Yeah, they're giving money to these, just like, enough. poor... Yeah, yeah, these poor, like, villages and stuff. And they're, like, doing just enough so that, you know... Yeah, they look good. They look good. Exactly. Yeah. So... And to the church, probably, like you said, you yeah. know? Yeah. So basically, like, this is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Oh, yeah. This is on some anti-vax shit. Mm -hmm. What the fuck is she even talking about? So she goes on, Mr. Chapo. <laughs> Wouldn't it be cool if you started to traffic in goodness with cures for diseases, with food for children in the street, with alcohol for nursing homes? That's funny. Yeah, bitch, that would be cool, but that shit ain't gonna get him paid. So he's not gonna do it. Trafficking with corrupt politicians instead of with women and children that end up as slaves. With burning all the pimps that treat a woman like she's worth no more than a pack of cigarettes. With no supply, there is no demand. Do it, sir, and you would be the hero of heroes. Let's traffic with love. You know how. So basically, like, wouldn't it be cool if you, you just changed this one little thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just this little thing about you, you know? Like, everything. <laughs> Fucking bitch. Yeah. So Kate later explained, I wanted to make a comparison between the government and a criminal, and I did it. Okay. Yeah. Congrats. So, so the Mexican media goes nuts. They're like, what the fuck is she thinking? Does she really think uh, she's la reina del sur, blah, blah, blah. Not long after, Kate crosses over to TJ with her homegirl because she says there's a bomb plastic surgeon out there and her homegirl wants to get a little work done. There is a one bomb plastic surgeon in TJ who just family goes to mm -hmm. and that doctor has an office in beverly hills too oh yeah, yeah and she just goes like one weekend a month that's not uncommon yeah yeah well her sister got her tits done and they look good yeah yeah do you want me to bleep out that last name yeah okay <laughs> i thought you were gonna say tits <laughs> no this is a free free the nipple podcast <laughs> we could say tits <laughs> not like that <laughs> anyway while she's there kate gets she hears through the grapevine that the cartel has thoughts about her whole situation she hears a bunch of conflicting shit because it's not like the cartel has a pr person that's contacting her directly you know? <laughs> so needless to say she's scared for her life at this point and she drives straight to her home in la yeah why would you because so you're so delusional yeah yeah like yeah, yeah. because you really don't know what the fuck you're talking right. about she's like i'm just gonna pop these tweets off real quick like, yeah no idiot yeah so kate makes a statement to the media that in mexico the people say that the couples have 
that the couples have done more for the people of the pueblos than their own government. She's like, I don't say that. The people say that. So she's basically trying to say that she was appealing to him in that tradition. Okay. Yeah, she's fucking dumb. Yes. Two years after the tweets, El Chapo is finally recaptured. Seven months later, his lawyers contact Kate about wanting to involve her in the production of a film about him and that he was really appreciative of the tweets she directed towards him. It turns out that El Chapo is a huge fan of Kate and especially of the character she played on La Reina del Sur. Yeah. Anyway, so she is a boss in that. Yeah, she in is. In that right? uh, novela, yeah. In La Reina del Sur, one of the guys that she hooks up with is the p- protagonist in La Tempestad, who's sexy as shit. Oh, yeah? Yes, I follow him on Instagram. <laughs> Do you follow him on the Drama Club Instagram? No, but I can. Yeah. Let me get his name real quick, just so I can give DMs. him a shout out. <laughs> What'd you say? Slide into the DM. Ivan Sanchez. Let me see. He's uh, Spanish. Oh, he's cute. Oh, he's bomb. He's, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, he's got the, a bomb body. He's too. the main guy on uh, La Tempesta. No, he well, he's the main protagonist. Okay. Um, the main guy is William Levy. Oh, okay. Am oh, I that's why you antagonist. He's the bad guy. The bad guy. Antagonist. Who? Antagonist. There you go. That William Levy is the no, antagonist. Ivan oh. Sanchez. Okay. William Levy's the protagonist. Okay. Look at me trying to use big words, getting <laughs> all twisted up. My bad. I am drinking forty ounces of rosé. <laughs> Anyway, so basically, the lawyers went to have a face-to-face meeting with Kate to talk some things over, and she agrees. One of the commentators in the documentary at this point wonders what the fuck Kate thinks she's doing by involving herself with these dudes. These are dangerous people, you know, and she's just getting in deeper and deeper with them. Because she lives in her little fucking bubble. Yep. Because she's, she's a rich girl. She, th- she grew up, like, in a rich family. Yeah. You know? She like, drove her ass to L.A. Mm-hmm. Let me say all this fucked up shit about Mexico and then leave to the United yeah. States. Way to be a fucking patriot, right. you stupid bitch. Then he says that he realized that the motivations of both parties are clear. El Chapo is just a man seeking sex and Kate is just a woman seeking fame. Ooh. Which, well, okay, we'll go on with the story and you uh, decide for yourselves, drama club listeners. And tweet at us. Dramaholics. <laughs> so they, <laughs> Dramaniacs. So they send a plane for her and she goes to Mexico. After they land, they pick her up and tell her that the boss said to take her to the best restaurant in the city. And she's like, nah, I'm cool with the closest taco shop. And they're like, no way. If the boss finds out we took you to a taco shop, he'll kill us. And she goes, literally. (laughs) To hear her tell it, the goons thought this was the funniest joke in the world. You can tell that Kate considers herself to be very intelligent and witty. Yeah, but she's not. She's not. Yeah. So it turns out that Chapel had handwritten her a letter. Basically a fan letter where he also officially gives over his life rights to, to her. And so now it's on their homies. Then El Chapo escapes again via this insane long tunnel, ass right? tunnel yes. yeah, that goes from his prison cell to a construction site miles away. I remember when this happened. The tunnel had like electricity, yeah. air circulation and a motorcycle chilling. and yeah. shit. <laughs> so this wasn't kid stuff. It took a lot of work and planning to execute and most likely several people were paid off to ignore it. Oh, yeah. They were saying like one of his earlier escapes, it cost him somewhere like three million dollars. And just like bribes. And yeah, like, you know. for sure. So he's out. <laughs> he out. <laughs> we out here. <laughs> we run this city. <laughs> Hashtag like, Kate del Castillo. What's up? Like I said, let that fool go. He did it. 
three times <laughs> he did it that's, that's like it should be like when you go to like a sandwich place and you get like all the steps five times yeah, yeah. And you, you get, get a free sandwich free. yep yep and kate is so he's out and kate's like fuck that means our movie has gone to shit you know <laughs> <laughs> in leaked text messages later published in the newspaper millennial chapel's lawyer says did you hear the news and kate responds yes and he goes okay cool i'm celebrating and she goes i'm celebrating more what why stupid bitch okay psychopath murderers out (laughs) time to party yeah yeah like let's just keep killing mexicans let's pop champagne yeah idiot okay so now enter both into the story and back into our podcast legendary piece of shit hollywood actor sean penn (laughs) no it should be if you haven't listened to our episode on sean go back and listen to episode two fuck the fucking hamburglar because he's epically trash and i say that in an episode about a mass murdering psychopath sean penn is a sentient piece of hot garbage dude i was (laughs) low-key real disappointed in my man leo dicaprio because he had a fourth of july party co-hosted with sean penn but i guess they live next to each other in malibu oh they do yeah or they have houses next to each other i don't know if that's like their main spot that's sean's main spot i was very disappointed in my boy leo so sean hears that kate has the rights to el chapel's story and that maybe she can get in contact with him so he hits her up and says i'm super interested in being a part of this project blah 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 but i really want to meet el chapel can you make it happen so kate is like Fuck yes, Sean Penn. Hell yeah. This is going to make my movie legitimate. This is going to be fucking awesome. So El Chapo's lawyers hook Kate up with a phone so she can text El Chapo directly. And she starts sending him messages to set up a meeting. So one day before they, they leave to meet El Chapo, Sean texts Kate. Sean. Hi, Kate. Sean here. I'm in L.A. Should we try to get together? I live in Malibu. <laughs> <laughs> Next to Leo. <laughs> Kate. Sounds good. I'm having a private tasting of my tequila for special friends at my house at six. I would love for you to try it if you're available. Did I mention that Kate has her own brand of tequila? No. Because <laughs> she sure finds ways to sneak it into several parts of this story. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. It's called Honor. Ew. <laughs> the we only uh, celebrity Somebody send us te- a bottle. <laughs> yeah. The only celebrity tequila I like is George, uh, Clooney's? George Clooney's. Is it good? I've never Casa tried it. Amigos. It's really good, actually. Mm. Our friend Mike gave us a bottle before. Shut up, Mike. <laughs> Sean, maybe I should come by around five so that we have a little time to talk before your guests arrive. Kate, that sounds great. Here, we'll have privacy. <laughs> oh. Anyway, so Kate thinks it's important for everyone to get together if they're going to make this movie. And so El Chapo asks his attorneys, who the fuck is Sean Penn? Because <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know who the fuck he is. And basically, he's just trying to make Kate happy. Good. So his attorneys are like, oh, he used to be married to Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, baby. P.S. Madonna has big dick energy. She obviously. Does. Yeah, she does. What a bitch. <laughs> so Chapo is like, oh, okay, whatever. She can come with whoever she wants, I guess. So Sean goes to... I guess. <laughs> so Sean goes to Kate's house. And of course, this fool's having an awesome time. They were drinking hella tequila, which we know Sean loves. And Kate had mariachis there and shit damn you know the food must have been bomb oh yeah basically sean has never had this much flavor in his whole ass life (laughs) the spiciest sean has ever gotten before this was when he and charlie sheen used to beat up emilio estevez (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> as kids and shit. Yeah. yeah. And that time in the late 80s when Madonna thought she was Puerto Rican for five minutes and released <laughs> the song La Isla Bonita. <laughs> Meanwhile, Kate is feeling him really yeah she's like i feel like his face looks like a fucking ugly. punching bag he's fugly and he's short yeah. yeah uh maybe i'll take out the short because we might have some short listeners <laughs> <laughs> do we have fugly listeners or we don't care about them i was watching star wars the last jedi yesterday oh that's the best one the last jedi the new one? Oh the no new, the, return the, of the, the jedi one. my bad no that's the best one. i was that is the best one I was watching it yesterday and um, Laura Dern is my height. She's 5'10". And she's standing next to Oscar Isaac. And oh, yeah. Like and he's so little, tiny. He huh? looks like a little Don't tiny. Don't you hate that? Yeah. Because I also love Gael. Yeah, he's and tiny he's as fuck. Tiny. Yeah. Whenever they show a full body shot, his legs look like my arm. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, don't do this. Please I know. don't ruin it. So she kind of ruined, uh, the Star Wars ruined Oscar Isaac for me No, a don't bit. say that. Yeah. From the chest up, he looks great. Yeah. And he's Paisa, too. Shout out to uh, Oscar Guatemala. Isaac. Yeah. Okay, so she's like, he's super charming and fun. All his anecdotes are like about kicking it with Marlon Brando and Robert De Niro and shit. So she's starstruck, which, I yeah. mean, Kate grew up around celebrity and she became pretty well known herself at a young age. But still, this is a different level of celebrity. Yeah, there's that, nothing like L.A. celebrity. Right, exactly. That up until this point, she wasn't that well connected to. This is the level of celebrity that she wants to be. And this is why she came to Hollywood. So later, Sean texts Kate. Sean, thank you. Had a blast. Great group of people, especially the hostess. Ooh. Kate, you're the best. Smiley face emoticon. Ooh. <laughs> not winky face, though. Not the hard, was, hard eyes? Not was, the hard eyes? No, because not, not, not an emoji, an emoticon. So oh, she, She's okay. playing it cool. Okay, okay. And the next day, October 2nd, 2015, they head out to the airport to see El Chapo. And Kate grabs a bottle of her tequila to bring him as a present. Mm -hmm. They land in Mexico. There's pics of them landing because once the powers that be, probably both Mexican and U.S. authorities, realized that Kate had a direct line to El Chapo, they started surveilling her. Most likely, they tapped her phone and maybe even Sean's phone, too. Security asked them to get rid of everything, including their phones, and they do. So now they're off the grid. This is fucking scary, dude. Like, Fuck yeah. That's the stupidest thing I ever heard. They get driven to a remote area where there's a little airfield and they hop on a tiny plane to who knows where. They land and are driven somewhere far as fuck. When they finally stop, they're gre greeted by a man who hugs Kate and says, Welcome, amiga. And that's when Kate realizes it's El Chapo. What? Yeah. She didn't recognize us? No. <laughs> So they all go inside and they sit down and El Chapo brings them tacos de carnitas. Ooh, I bet those were bomb as fuck. Dude, you know they were the best that money could buy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that pig was fucking loved and shit. Yeah. It was like the Kobe beef of pigs. Yeah, That pig was massaged. Yeah. I drink Modelo every day. <laughs> Dude, it might have been worth it all she did. Just for those carnitas? Just for those carnitas. Oh, hell yeah. Imagine you get food poisoning from those carnitas. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so... Kate busts out her bottle of tequila and in the documentary she recreates this at an empty table pointing out where everyone was sitting and making sure that the label of her bottle is out of course mm -hmm. that's when Sean says he wants to interview El Chapo for Rolling Stone and completely blindsided Kate what so obviously she gets like super uncomfortable yeah but El Chapo asks his son what the fuck is Rolling Stone <laughs> <laughs> and who the hell is Sean 
Ben. So he's like, have you heard of this shit? And ask Kate if it's really a legit magazine. And finally, he's like, oh, fine, whatever. So shot Fuck Rolling Stone for that, too. Yes. Yeah. Right. But I mean, they couldn't have, you know, they didn't really know, I guess. You know, people interview like Osama bin Laden or whatever. I guess. That's more a Vice magazine move. Yeah. Where like true. if Vice magazine did it, I probably would have been like, okay, <laughs> that's what you're about. But Rolling Stone, hmm. go interview Dave Grohl. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, so Sean is like, can I stay here for two days? And <laughs> fuck, Sean! <laughs> what else, motherfucker? He was really feeling those carnitas. Like, also, I'm vegan. Also, I'm vegan. I don't want to eat this taco. Can you give me some beans? Can you come back with me to Malibu? <laughs> <laughs> I want to introduce you to my friend Leo. Leo, Leo throws a really great party <laughs> <laughs> on Independence Day. <laughs> So obviously Chapo's like, fuck that. So Sean is like, fine, can I come back in eight days? And Chapo's like, you're not coming back here alone, motherfucker. <laughs> so Sean is like, Kate, can you come back with me? And she feels pressured into saying yes. Then Sean asks to take pictures with El Chapo to prove that he was there for the article. And they all take pictures together. And these are the pictures that end up coming out. Those pictures are awkward. They're so fucking awkward. They these look are, like... We'll post them. Yeah. They look like... like <laughs> You know, like mugshots, like mugshots. Yeah. Yeah. Then El Chapo goes, amiga, I think it's time for you to go to go to bed. And she's like, "Okay." Then he says, cool, I'll go with you. El Chapo? Yeah. Oh, what did she think, though? I mean, I don't know. Right. What did you think? It's fucking scary. Like this fool is used to getting whatever he wants. Taking it. At any means necessary. Right. By any means. So. Kate is all super nervous, obviously, as Chapo walks her down a dark corridor to where she'll sleep. So she tells him, let's not forget what I said in those tweets. I meant it. You've got to use your power for good. That's when he says, yes, of course. And thank you for making me the happiest I've been in a long time. I'm leaving now because I never stay where my guests are staying. We won't see each other again. And he leaves. Oh, she must have been shitting herself. I would have shit my pants. Oh, yeah. But like, I mean, that's probably the best that that could have gone. Yeah, for sure. The next day, Kate and Sean drive eight hours to Guadalajara where they start cuddling and shit. And they really? Hop, and they hop on a plane back to L.A. I didn't know this. Kate admits that they fucked. <gasps> no way! Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. She says that she felt like they had just been through something huge together, so they were all, like, emotional and No, shit. bitch. This isn't the mountain between us. Don't... <laughs> Don't try to act like this is something it's not. Shout out to the mountain between Shout us. Shout out to the mountain between us. The unofficial <laughs> film of the drama club. <laughs> May, May didn't want it to be. <laughs> but sometimes that's life, May. <laughs> Plus, Sean was showing her videos of him helping people in Haiti and like all over the world and some bullshit. You know how he is. I feel like actors and famous people, they have fucking cheesy game oh yeah because it works on stupid people right so like i feel like that's always their game is like some cheesy ass shit yeah yeah i can't believe they macked i really like i was just guessing that i didn't really think that they did well she says uh she was kind of talking to her homegirl about it on camera and she was like what can i say amiga i fell really like for Sean Penn? But think about it. She's trying to break into this world. Like, yeah. he's really, like, the epitome of that world. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. he's that level he's of He's Hollywood, yeah. He's, like, Oscar winner. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Four days later. Although, I will say, what's the last movie he's done? Good question. 
I remember the last movie I've seen him in is the one with milk. Uh, no, not milk. Milk is great, mm-hmm. but um, the one with uh, Sweater Bay and La La Land couple. That couple, but it's he a gangster a movie. movie. With- oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, the last one I've seen. Yeah, where he's all in makeup. Yes, I didn't like that. We movie. We saw that movie. I didn't either, but I really like Emma Stone. I I love her, and I really like uh, Sweater Bay. God Ryan damn Gosling. It. Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. What is that movie called? I don't know. It's forgetful. Yeah. It's not anything. Mm-mm. You could take it or leave that it. But if you don't have anything to do, watch yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. So four days later, troops attempt to capture El Chapo, but he escapes. And in the meantime, a shitload of people die in the shootout. Of course. So Sean and Kate start texting back and forth. And Sean is like, I'm not go- going forward with anything until Chapo says it's okay. And Kate is like, okay, mi amor. I'm just making sure because any mistake could be bad. So six weeks after the initial meeting, Kate and Sean meet at the Beverly Hills Hotel and they film a video message for El Chapo and they put it on a flash drive. Kate takes it to Mexico with some sketchy motherfuckers. There's this whole thing where they take her on a boat at night in the darkness somewhere to drop off the stupid flash drive. And later, back in the States, someone gets a phone to her with video of El Chapo answering all of Sean's questions. And that's how he gets the interview? Yeah. Wow. So a couple months later, on New Year's, Sean is back at Kate's house for a party, and he's having the time of his life. Yeah. There's video of him giving a fucking speech in front of the mariachis. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck gives a speech at someone else's house? My, like my friend Jorge, who sang at my wedding. Oh, yeah. Yeah, someone yeah, like yeah. that. I sang at your wedding. You did? I sang uh, Maya, Case of the X. Fuck yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Anyway, Oscar de la Hoya says that it was lit. Oscar de la Hoya was at that party? Yeah. Oh, I want to be at that party now. Should we stop talking shit about Kate del Castillo? What's her tequila name? Hashtag honor. <laughs> Someone else said that everyone was asking Sean about Madonna, and he was hella down to tell stories about her, which makes me feel some type of way. Yeah. Like, that's really the only thing that But you- Latino people are fucking ruthless like that yeah. like they want to yeah, ask yeah. you about shit the like that mix? yeah then they want to ask you about something that you obviously don't want to talk about right yeah yeah when we were on felipe's podcast yes did you ever did you ever watch it like while reading the comments the comments yeah there was someone who was like there these were things people wanted us to talk about they said uh like, did you hear that Elvis's death was proved to be fake because they found someone with the exact same DNA? Like, <laughs> 30 Lisa? years later or something? Lisa Marie. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, there was somebody who said that Jenny Rivera was actually killed by narcos. That would be interesting. Yeah. Because Jenny and Lu- Lupio, mm-hmm. I don't know. Lupio was interviewed for this for this uh, documentary. Oh, really? Yeah, he was just kind of given like perspective about narcos and stuff. Are they in, like, is their family involved in the narco traficante business? I don't think so. No? They're from Long Beach. They're from Long Beach, yeah. I know, but I mean, I, that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, that's true. After the party, Kate tells a few of her homies that something big is about to happen, but not to worry, that she's okay and not to be shocked. So this is Christmas when? Sorry, 2016? 15. Okay. I think it's okay. about to be 2016. Okay. Sean shows Kate the final version of his article a few days later, and Kate is pissed because she says that Sean straight up made some shit up. Like he added that Chapo had been sending her flowers and something about having to cross a military checkpoint to get to El Chapo, which is significant because it implies that the Mexican government at best knew where he was and at worst were actually helping to hide him. 
So this is suddenly so, you care or what? Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so this is the last time that Kate sees Sean. Hmm. A couple days later, El Chapo is fucking recaptured. And the Mexican attorney general says that a huge part of the investigation that led to the capture of El Chapo was with the help of an actress and a Hollywood actor. I feel like they're really lucky that they didn't get killed. Hell yeah, they are. Like now still, like that his people didn't come and Mm -hmm. like target Sean Penn. I will say that I like whatever I may think of Kate Del Casillo, she's brave. I know for sure. But brave or reckless, I wonder. Both. Yeah. Or maybe like, okay. Yes, but also I feel like maybe she was like in too deep. Yeah. And it's right. like, well, she can't turn around now. Yeah, you know? exactly. So maybe exactly. like scared shitless, but mm-hmm. like just fucking in too deep, yeah. you know? Okay. Then the Rolling Stone article drops and Kate's world gets turned upside down. The whole world is like, what the fuck, dude? What were you thinking? Meanwhile, Sean lawyers up, gets his PR team together and freezes Kate out. Sean Dick. Sean had asked. We were. We already knew that. Yeah, but still. <laughs> Sean had asked Rolling Stone to write him a letter prior to his trip, stating that he was making the trip in his capacity as a journalist. But Sean did not ask for the same protection for Kate. Okay. They later said like something like, "We assumed that she would be covered, like that she had handled it on her own." Sean Penn is a piece of shit. Yeah. Next thing you know, Kate's being investigated for obstruction of justice and money laundering. The Mexican government suspects that El Chapo was laundering money through the production of her movie about his life and through her tequila company. Ooh. Shout out Honor. (laughs) Hashtag Honor. But here's the thing. Kate has a long-standing feud with the Mexican first lady, Angelica Rivera. Angelica was a telenovela star at Televisa around the time that Kate was working there. Angelica had at some point gotten caught up in this huge scandal because they found out she had a house in her name I think in Florida, that was worth millions and millions and millions of dollars. Anyway, everyone was like, what the fuck? The first lady has this insane house. Right. Where did she get the money from? Exactly. Who brokered the purchase? Whatever, whatever. Like if we found out Michelle Obama had a mansion in Miami. Yeah. 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 Like a like a $20 million mansion in Miami. Right. We'd be like, where'd you get that money from? Imagine the Republicans. Right. So Angelica had to address the public and claim that she bought the house with her earnings from when she was working as an actress at Televisa. Mm. So Kate went on TV and said something like, I was one of the biggest stars at Televisa (laughs) and I didn't make that kind of money. So maybe we really need to investigate where that money came from. It's true, though. But are you really like... No, she didn't have to shout her out like that. She didn't have to do all that, but it's true. It's true. Yeah. I think that th- that's still a really big scandal. Like, they don't know. They call it La Casa Blanca because it's a white. It's a very cool, like, modern. It looks like Kanye lives there. Yeah. It's a very cool modern house. And, like, uh, yeah, people are still like, where did that money come from? Like, whatever. It's, For sure. It hasn't been wrapped up yet. We could do an episode on that. So, Kate implies that the whole investigation into her is a result of her feud with the first lady. Oh, and also sexism. oh which uh, there there is some sexism with the way the story was told everyone was accusing kate of sleeping with el chapo and el chapo's sons and sean which turned out to be true but whatevs anyway the press wanted to paint her as this dumb fame hungry whore which yeah but not fair Mm -hmm. the dea raided her house and relayed a supposed threat from the cartel the Mexican government asked Kate to turn herself in to submit for an injunction and questioning for her investigation. 
So Kate has refused to set foot in Mexico ever since. She currently has, really she can't go back because they'll arrest her in a second and start and not start, but like really get her caught up in the obstruction of justice. And oh, money laundering my God. Charges. Imagine. She currently has a show on Netflix. Ingobernable, where she plays the first lady of Mexico <laughs> in the goes, house in Miami, <laughs> who goes on the run as a fugitive and suspect <laughs> in the murder of the Mexican president. <laughs> I, I love Latin American. It's so TV. ridiculous. Yeah, uh, she like a lot of the scenes. They have to use doubles for her when in the scenes like in, in places Mexico? that are visibly Mexico. Wow! And they had to film a lot of it in San Diego. Wow! She can't go back. Sean Penn petitioned the court to block the release of Kate's Netflix documentary about their little adventure. El Chapo has been extradited to the United States, where his trial for, among other things, drug trafficking, kidnapping murder and money laundering is set to begin in september 2018 he has pled not guilty damn that's a bold move my homie and that's the story of kate, kate del, del castillo, castillo and el chapo that's nice man good job dude i'm telling you barely scratching the surface oh yeah i believe it but still that's fucking crazy kate del castillo I, like I said, I do give her like she's got balls. Like, no, she does. Yeah, just to get involved in all yeah, of that, you know. For at what? For what? Exactly. Because she wanted, because yeah. she wanted to be famous or she like prove a point. Yeah. Yeah. What was that? And she keeps trying. Like she she makes this big deal. Like oh, I'm I'm just trying to speak out for the little guy. Like I want to talk about like what people in Mexico are afraid to speak out against. Like bitch, no. Because no. what? Have you said anything really of substance? Of course not. No. no. You wanted to make your movie about El Chapo. You got excited when you got like fucking real Hollywood people involved in it. Like that's what you wanted to do. You yeah. To be fucking famous. You want to mac on Sean Penn. You want to mac on Sean Penn. Yeah. yeah. No. You want to make a difference. Go interview the people of the little towns that he fucked up. Yeah. And talk about how their lives make have changed. Make a movie about them. Yeah. Idiot. Everyone watch Ingobernable season two. <laughs> <laughs> and the movie, the Sean Penn movie we're talking about is Gangster Squad. Gangster Squad is bad. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> but bearable if you want to watch Ryan Gosling Mac on Emma Stone again. Has he made a movie since then? Who? Sean Penn? Oh, I don't know. I kind of want to look at his IMDb now. I had looked it up and then I got distracted. The Gunman is 2015. I don't know what that is. Me either. Oh, uh, yeah. He's made some. That's 2013 Gangster Squad. Fuck, that was a long time ago. Yeah. The Gunman is 2015. That might be the most recent one. And that mm -hmm. one looks like it didn't do anything. Oh, The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. I he forgot about that? that. Yeah. I saw, I caught like a few pieces of that on TV the other day. I completely forgot. Oh, and the one he met Charlize Theron in uh, The Last Face. Did that come out? It did, but I don't think we it gotta did. We got to do an episode on Charlize Theron. Yeah. She like, her her mom killed her dad or something. Yeah. Yeah. I got to write that down. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, that's a drama club. That's our episode for this week. We hope you listen next week and invite a friend. Mm -hmm. Invite your mother. Make it a whole family event. It's a family affair. Uh, what else? Uh, tell them about our social media. Right. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Drama Club Pod. You can email us at dramaclubpod at gmail.com. And you can follow us on Reddit at the underscore drama underscore club. Right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> 
what else? Our jingle. I just realized people that don't speak Spanish won't know the... <laughs> you can you know the numbers. You know like zero through nine. Come on now. If you grew up in California, I guess. Yeah, that's right? true. Yeah. The vast majority of our listeners are from California, I think. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a good week. We love you. See you on Monday with a new Afternoon Delight episode. Ooh, ooh. All right, guys. Bye. However, whatever with your helmet.